infrastructure. We are also going to have conversations with uh, Ipileng Mkari. Uh, he is, she, sorry, Ipileng Mkari is, uh, owns Mutzing um, Investment Holdings and uh, we're also going to talk from the property sector uh, from the South African Institute for Black Property Professionals. We're going to have a conversation with Busin Zo and later on again from the Department of Public Works and Infrastructure, we will have a conversation with Tandoluetu Manda. Just in case you just joined us, uh, the property developers and investments have descended to the Eastern Cape as part of this inaugural property development and investment conference. Uh, it's today, uh, and it's really bringing together experts in the property development sector. As you heard uh, the MEC say, also the banking sector uh, and uh, political heads of re relevant state departments are already here, and uh, state-owned enterprises um, uh, people from business, uh, people from property form, uh, formations, academics are also here. And actually, from the South African Institute for Black Property Professionals, Busi Nzo just joined me in the studio. Busi, good morning. How are you? Thank you for your time. Uh, good morning, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, I mean, why is a conference of this magnitude necessary for uh, property professionals in particularly the Eastern Cape area? Um, it's very important uh, for two things. One, uh, to benefit those that are in the business mm -hmm. in, in as far as transformation is concerned. Mm -hmm. It's also beneficial to our own government in that they generate revenue out of the properties that are otherwise staying idle and are being taken advantage of uh, without collecting any revenue from them, without um, people paying any rent. Mm. Yeah. So what has uh, it been like up to now, uh, post-94, of course, for black property professionals in the Eastern Cape? How easy is it for black property professionals to penetrate ma the market, but not only penetrate the market, thrive uh, in the market? It hasn't been easy. Mm. Um, there have been strides that have taken place, but um, not to the level that we would uh, obviously want it to be. Mm -hmm. um, black property uh, uh, developers and, and owners, mm. they own less than 10% of trillions of the property sector. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that is a change that we want to see mm. happening. So it hasn't been happening. Um, it's it's happening in, in, in very small strides, especially in the Eastern Cape. And now we feel that this is an opportunity for us to to make a change in that in that yeah. space. Uh, part of the uh, things that uh, the MEC uh, spoke about earlier is that uh, he uh, has is interested particularly in invi inviting the finance sector, uh, which are apparently here uh, to help particularly the property uh, professionals in the sector. How easy is it for um, for your sector to access funding from uh, the, 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 the big banks in South Africa? Um, if you were to, to talk to anyone in the sector, mm. especially black people, mm. when we talk about the challenges that we have, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, access to funding. Mm -hmm. It is an issue. Um, we what we're trying to do as CYBIP, which is the South African Institute of Black Property Practitioners, mm -hmm. is to open that conversation to the f with the funders, with the funding institutions, institutions so that we can make it 
work for, for, for us to participate in the space. It is a very difficult one. Yes, we appreciate the work that the Department of Public Works in the Eastern Cape has done mm. to, to, to start that conversation on behalf of the uh, black property practitioners. Uh, so we are we are um, approaching it from our our side as well as the organisation and also the department is assisting in that. Yeah, some of the opinion that part of the challenge that you probably have as uh, black property professionals are issues of infrastructure around the very, uh, for example, government-owned um, buildings that uh, are in question or are being offered specifically mm. today. They say there's a big number of about 15 of, the of them or so. How easy is it uh, for you guys to deal with uh, selling or leasing properties when infrastructure around those uh, properties is not necessarily mm. properly developed mm. just mm. yet? Mm. It is a great factor, but and when you think about it, one of the reasons or the causes of that is that we can't even, oh well, our government can't even uh, generate the revenue to use that revenue in maintaining that same infrastructure. So it is a, 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 an issue that we all um, uh, understand that is there, mm -hmm. but obviously our government has to do better on that one. Mm. Because at the end of the day, you can't use a property if it's in a state, uh, if it's not connected to the to the relevant bulk infrastructure. Mm. So it's very important that it be connected. But to a, to a large extent, on the properties that are currently available from the Department of Public Works in the Eastern Cape, they are in good uh, um, areas, condition. yes, mm. uh, well, in as far as infrastructure is concerned, mm -hmm. but where um, the buildings themselves, they are not in a, in, a good, uh, in a good state. And that is what the department is trying to turn around. Yeah, but the department is also giving permission for developers to reimagine the buildings. The buildings don't necessarily have to uh, remain the way that they are because they can serve, um, you know, a different purpose. What is the appetite to reimagine or redefine uh, property owned by government in the Eastern Cape area? And uh, the developers that uh, you probably might be talking to what kinds of things do they have in mind in terms of reimagining or re, uh, repurposing those buildings? I think the exercise of um, doing uh, studies in terms of where the properties are. Yeah. Uh, what is the demand in those areas? Is it commercial? Is it offices? Is it industri industrial properties? Is it a mall? Is it, a mall? Is it um, uh, residential properties? So um, that study is very important. And for any property developer, that is very important to do. So the, 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 the innovative thinking around there is, is there. We are talking about mostly young people that are involved in this program. So the, the innovative mind is there to, to, to actually engage at that level. At the end of the day, um, after this conference has wrapped up and uh, you've participated as your sector, you will say it was worth your time if what happens? If, the, con if the, the engagements that we've started with the department continue, mm. that will be the good start for us. Mm -hmm. But obviously, the participation, the increase in participation of our own people, not necessarily only my organization. I mean, there's, only, there's a whole lot of other business formations that have got an interest in the space. Mm -hmm. So if we can, if we're able to measure the impact that it has done for our black people, then that will be a win for all of us.
Good luck, Busi, and thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Busi Nzo is uh, from the South African Institute for Black Property Professionals, and uh, they are participators in uh, the conference that we are in. It's 10.30 now. It's time for the news headlines.